0: So there was some critical thinking piece that not all virtual assistants have kind of that capability or that that process of thinking. Yeah. And so a lot of that was me learning expect and setting level setting expectations and, and what I truly needed out of the VA yeah. and what they were capable and then matching those two was was really important piece of that. When looking for VA, something important to talk about. It- That's a good start. That's a Congratulations. That's Yeah, you did good. Yeah. I'm Adam, by the way. Adam Rare. Adam? Yeah. Yeah. And cool. I'll be your host for today. We have That's a special guest named Mark Molly. That's me. We've got a helicopter coming over above us here. So we're going to. We are good. It is a beautiful, beautiful yeah. day. We're back. Yeah. On last episode, we had talked about you bringing a joke to the table today. Uh I don't think we did that wasn't our podcast was that a different podcast room um no it was our podcast yeah I'm trying to tee me up for you to say a joke oh did you have too many drinks today I'm not asking you to say a joke either mm-hmm. so sorry buddy well here we are again just sort of awkwardly <laughs> waiting to get the episode started and yeah what are we even gonna talk about today um that you should have better jokes I think that's something that we should really talk about and consider and our public really wants to hear it out of you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to, uh, offend anyone.
1: So I just rather not say (laughs) no, knock, knock jokes, but I know know where those go. uh, Okay. Today we're going to talk about VAs, where to find VAs, how what roles they play in a company, what VAs we have, just VAs in uh, general, which VA stands for virtual assistant um, or remote workers, whatever you want to call them. But they're a big part of our business and have been for a long time. And
0: we tend to get quite a few questions around them. So I figured we'd chat a little bit about our VAs. Both of us have, have had uh, good and, and absolutely miserable experiences yeah. Uh, you know, going out and, and hiring somebody virtually. Um, so there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle things to, you know, work through on the front end that, that we'd like to kind of provide some, some insight, some guidance, you know, things that have worked for us, things that have not, that really have been in a lot of ways, trial by fire that again, when they work, it's incredible, yeah. it's great, huge help. you know, just a, really a, a great asset to the team that you can get at a low cost, uh, low cost hourly rate. But when it doesn't, then you're just investing all your time and energy toward training somebody. Uh, and it just ends up sinking you in a different direction that you don't really uh, want to be headed down. Yeah. And it ends up feeling like a waste of time, waste of money. Yeah. And so getting it right from the start, as with any employee that you hire, right? Like if anybody's out there that's hired employees, it's so tough. You go through all the interview process. Ideally, you have the opportunity to meet some of them. Um, that's not the case with virtual assistants for the most part. Yeah. So um, nonetheless, it's always a risk as you're hiring people, but you want to kind of work through that front end process that will kind of walk you through of some of the things that have worked for us, some of the um, different processes, way to find VAs, how to question and vet them, things like that to be able to kind of get rolling with them.
1: Yeah. And we'll chat a little bit about how to, what I would say, mitigate, uh, not mitigate risk, but when you say you're pouring a lot of time and effort into these guys and then for it not to work out feels like it's been a big waste. Well, there's different ways we've come up with to where that entire process can still be beneficial. Even though that VA doesn't work out, there's still certain things that we put in place to where if it doesn't work out, um, we've kind of built out a certain process to where now we can go out and find somebody else plug them in and all the time and effort that we put in. Yeah, part of that was wasted because that team member's not there no more, but at the same time, there's still some uh, nuggets of gold that we can take out of it and apply it to the next person that comes.
0: Sure, yeah, absolutely. And just also getting to a point of, is this gonna work or not quicker? Yeah. So there's been, I, personally, I had an experience where I had a VA for three months, for instance, and it was sort of just uh, nails against the chalkboard to a certain degree. Maybe not that quite that bad, but uh, you know, I kept kept going with with her and trying to train her and get her up to speed and get her into what I needed her to be. And I could have done some some different steps up front to accelerate the fact that I recognized it just wasn't the right fit between her and I. And that process could have been more like a month. Or less yeah. to recognize, hey, this isn't right. I need to kind of uh, cut my losses and, and move on. And and for her as well, right? Like, hey, this just really isn't isn't meshing well. So getting, I'll call it failing early or failing quickly. Yeah. Um, but really, just alignment early on is is really important. Absolutely. Um, so it kind of leads into the first question that
1: first VA that you had. Where did you where did you find that VA?
0: I found her through a, a sourcing company. Um, that company was supposed to find, uh, go through kind of the interview process with me so that all the questions I'm asking, they they also, I found the company, told them what I'm looking for, said these are the requirements. Essentially, this is what I would have them do in day to day, kind of set that. So that, that uh, groundwork is important. Uh, No matter whether you're finding a company to go find a a resource or just directly hiring someone off like Upwork or something like that. But understanding truly what you need and what they will do on a daily basis is an important first step so you know what you're looking for. Um, But I went out and found uh, a company that helped to find, recruit, and manage virtual assistants. and The overall process... Seemed great, seemed straightforward. I love the idea that there was a manager of the VA as well as interacting with me. So that manager was supposed to uh, track her time. Um, they use, uh, I forget what that software is that they use. Not teamwork, remote. Yeah, I, f- I forget what it is. Um, It'll pop in my head. It Anyway, there is a, a software that that a lot of the virtual assistant companies utilize that kind of tracks somebody's desktop, how often they're you know, actually working on the task or if they're distracted in different areas. Um, so all of that sounded great to me. Okay, I'm not day-to-day managing this individual, at least to the things of, hey, did this person show up? How long were they working on my project? Which is some of those early on concerns when you don't have trust yet for the individual. Yeah. Uh, and maybe for any individual, as you hire in, in any sort of workforce, there's sort of that buildup of relationship, build up of trust. And um, so anyway, that, that all sounded great to me. I inter- went through the interview process. It was relatively quick. We maybe talked once or twice, communicated back and forth about what the expectations were. I said, okay, let's do this. This, this sounds great. Um, as we started, started getting into it, it just had challenges from the, from the get-go around accountability and what was being done in execution. Yeah. So I was training her but things weren't picking up as quickly and then also I again I had this concern about her showing up and being there for I think I was hiring her for for 20 hours a week so like 4 hours a day which is a lot of time. When you think about uh, a yeah. 4 hour chunk on a daily basis there's a lot that that you can and should be able to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And um I had a challenge just kind of getting to a point of productivity with her of what I needed. And part of that was my recognition that a lot of my tasks were not so show up, cookie cutter, do the same thing day in, day out, which in the VA world, there's a lot that, that, are, that fall under that category. Yeah. They can um, follow requests really well. They'll show up, they'll, they'll do the same job once trained really well consistently. But what I was requesting at that time, at least, was more of, hey, I have this challenge. Like, Please go help me solve it. But I didn't give them every single piece of the puzzle to get to the solution. To me, if I was providing all of those, I might as well just go do it at that point. You already did it. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) right? So there was some critical thinking piece that I learned uh, that, not all virtual assistants have kind of that capability or that that process of thinking. Yeah. And so a lot of that was me learning expect- and setting level setting expectations and, and what I truly needed out of a VA yeah. and what they were capable and then matching those two was was really important piece of that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that process, uh, like I was saying before, I, I had her on for three months bit of a painful situation the manager that was supposed to be managing her just didn't really manage her very well just not sort a of a, a yeah yeah that's a good yeah i was talking to you a lot about this yeah. during it like hey yeah. is this normal for vas you're <laughs> laughing at me like no this is not uh. so i was having challenges with accountability which is uh, it's a tough one for me to overcome when you're worried if somebody's actually showing up to work or not that's yeah. that's like baseline hey i'm paying you to be here <laughs> yeah i need some productivity right yeah um so that was that was tough and then just being able to to grab hold and and run with certain projects was just not getting done and i was too loose on not just kind of cutting it off earlier or or being a little bit more I don't, assertive might be the right word but um just in the fact of just level setting expectations and saying, this is what I need. And if we're not meeting those goals, then it's just not right, we gotta part ways. And again, nothing against you as a person, uh, but it's just, uh, in the end, I I need what I need and it's not getting done, right? So those were some of my big big pieces of it. Um, I still like the idea of having like a manager Manage uh, those individuals in the t- same time zone, tracking things like that. Yeah. But um, haven't necessarily found yet actually a, a company that <laughs> that does that effectively. Now it's yeah. more VAs that we have kind of on our own. Yeah. Um, so uh, maybe you you speak to to your experience. Maybe one. How many virtual assistants you, know, you personally have? Yeah. What some of those roles are today for for you and your business and and what they fill? Yeah. So. VA's have been a big part of my business for last
1: probably ten years at, at least mm-hmm. uh, ten. I not I don't want to say fifteen. Let's say ten to twelve years doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. But um, back then, there was only a, a handful of companies, to my knowledge, that really in, in the real estate space. I should should say that really trained VAs for real estate, whether that was transaction coordinating, doing sales whatever it was, but similar to the company that you went through, they would find the VAs, train them up, and then once they're ready to go, then they would hand them off to you and they'd become a, a part of your team. Um, so back then you were limited on the companies that you could choose from, and and back then they, they actually did a, a great job of managing that, helping manage that VA, continuous training with them, always wanting feedback from you, the employer, on how the VA's doing, and then they would take that feedback and and adjust accordingly to where now it's such a big business. There's so many companies out there and there's some, there's some money to be made. Um, where a lot of these companies just all they care about is recruiting VAs, finding a VA, find the client for that VA, and that's it. They'll put on a spiel about all this support like like you were supposed to get, all this managing stuff like that. But at the end of the day, a lot of these companies just don't don't do it. Um, so there's a lot of shit companies out there anymore, really. So my first two VAs happen to still be with, be with me uh, now. Um, came from that company, and then after that grew the team. Right now we have s- about six VAs. One's part time, so I say about it's, it's five full time, one part time. Um, all the other additional VAs came from referrals from my original VAs and word of mouth. So. It's, it's such a big business anymore, virtual assistants, that um, in other countries, there's forums on, on Facebook and LinkedIn and other places where they go to post resumes on what they can do. And when looking for VA, something important to talk about is their internet capabilities, their computer speed, things like that. So whenever we're hiring a VA, that's one of the first things that we test is, how fast is your internet and how fast is your computer? because you can't be hiring a VA that has super slow internet and it's has taken them 10 times as long to do a task as what it should. And unfortunately I've been a part of that where one of my VAs right now, I hired her mom on and her mom was with me for three or four or five years. And like any member of your team, the longer they're with you, the more they grow kind of like family, even though you don't see them, you're still interacting with them during the week. So it was to the point to where I can't remember her internet speeds, but it was something where you get the VAs up and running and they start to do a really good job. Then you kinda of become hands off. You let them do their thing. Once in a while you start to check in, and so I was to check in on some tasks. I was like, How come this how come this took five hours to do this? is like a, a forty-five minute task. And mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, my internet's slow, my internet's slow. And I was like, oh, okay. And then started to adjust kind of what I was giving her, and but it came to the point, it's like, you're my other VA's mom. Like I love you guys to death. I've had you on probably a couple years too long, you know. But just didn't want to let her go. But it came to the point where her internet was so bad that I couldn't sustain having her on any longer. And finally, I should have done it like I said a long time ago. But finally said, hey, this is not working out. So those little requirements, some stuff you really don't think about, but those things are really important to make sure that they are efficient when you're giving them tasks to do. So now it's, uh, like I said, the team is built out mainly from referrals from other VAs, and we have one guy now that on the team, when we're looking to add new members, we kind of specifically go through him because he's got a, a big network of other remote workers that you he can help tap into mm-hmm. to find and to get
0: plugged into us, which has been a big help. The team members today then are kind of front end lead generation, like the role themself. uh front end lead generation, property management. Yeah, so we have a
1: couple cold callers, lead generators that will do cold calling, mm-hmm. texting, things like that. Um, we have a marketing manager that handles pulling data for our team, um, which is a can take a while. When you're on, on a dialer, you have full-time sales guys and you're calling through people, you're texting people, you're doing a bunch of outbound lead gen, you need a lot of data. And that's something that, to me, took a little while to figure out because that was on my plate for a while, was collecting all the data. Then I started to realize, I was like, this is taking way too much of my time. So now the VA specifically will She'll get notified when we're coming close to finishing a list and then that will initiate a task for her to go out and pull more data for us. She helps keep the CRM clean. She'll input certain pieces of info on properties that we're going after into the CRM for us. Mm -hmm. Um, She'll help out with email campaigns if we're emailing real estate agents, things like that. So she helps out with quite a bit. And then, like you said, a property manager. So we have one, mainly one VA. There's another VA that will help out periodically in property management, but mainly one that handles all of our management, um, which is a pretty incredible considering the amount of properties that we have under management, but being able to take advantage of some technologies and systems and processes, uh, this one VA can handle all of the property management for us, which
0: has been a A huge help yeah pretty incredible yeah you're right usually there's teams and a a whole company that basically would have to go out and manually do a lot of these these processes these steps and yeah having just one va low cost low overhead yeah um okay so everything from kind of front end lead generation cold calling top of funnel i'll call it within a sales mindset approach terminology all the way down to property's already acquired there's now property management so kind of through that that whole funnel piece yeah and um um, one last one we have too is a
1: developer that helps out on the back end of things with our CRM to help build that out some of the stuff in the property Mm -hmm. management some of the processes and stuff we have on the technology piece of it she'll help build out the code and all and all that to put the pieces together to have the different systems talk to each other so she's She's been on board now for the last probably two or three years, and that's been a a huge help too.
0: So for the people listening then, hey, that sounds great, I'd love to have a VA, where would you recommend them to kind of get started? Because also from us, I mean, we have people, we've worked with VAs in Philippines, in uh, Nicaragua, uh, Costa Rica, South America, South America, different parts of South America. Yeah, so kind of a, a mixed bag actually. And it historically, I would say Philippines had a lot of, um, maybe more. It was more popular, or the, or the a lot of the the companies were started sourcing out of the Philippines. The cost of labor was cheap. Yeah, the low cost was um, really drove that market for sure. And then English tended to be decent. Yeah, some uh, better than others, and and if they're on a um, like a cold calling role you really want to find somebody that's low accent sort of thing with their picking up and you yeah. know, just straight up cold outreach Yeah. Um, but outside of that so where would somebody get started with going out and finding a, a VA Um, I would say really
1: specifically what role you want them to do obviously we're talking about real estate so just googling like real estate VA companies you'll pull up ones that we've kind of chatted about a little bit that will help manage at VA, but those guys can really be a good starting point to get into the VA world per se. Um, for you to <clears> try to go out and find one direct through, there's a lot of different little techniques about like going to the Philippines Craigslist and seeing a bunch of contacts on there and recruiting people from there. There's recruiters within these countries that you can get connected to. And these recruiters, all they do is recruit VA's, uh, to bring you for you to vet and you to take through the process, but these companies that are out there can be a really big help if you've never had a VA before. Mm-hmm. It's a good, safe start to get into. They can be a little bit more pricey, which is something that I was gonna touch based on what's price of VAs is that a lot of people, at least in my head, mm-hmm. tend to think of virtual assistants if they don't understand them. They're $2 an hour employees, $3 an hour, which back in the day when I first got my VAs, yeah, that was definitely the case, but as this has become a bigger and bigger business um, to get quality VAs, the price has definitely increased three or four times what it was six, seven years ago even, so you kind of pay for what you get. Sometimes you can really luck out and get a, let's say a $2 an hour VA, a $3 an hour VA which even that's it getting harder and harder to find. Sure. Um, but again, you pay for what you get, so realistically for a A starting point for a VA it's roughly let's say five six seven bucks an hour up to we have VAs that we pay north of probably 15 bucks an hour when you consider in some of the bonuses and and things like that Mm -hmm. Uh, which kind of segues into their overall compensation is for these guys it can be a career they're making even though they're only making four or five six bucks an hour whatever that number is in their country, that can be a a really decent living. So for us, what has enticed our VAs to stay is paying them similar to what you would pay a really good employee here in the States in regards to additional benefits. So we pay health benefits, we give unlimited time off, we get performance bonuses, things like that. So when these guys come on board, it's one of those things to where you can get somebody long-term for five, six bucks, seven bucks an hour, as long as you're treating them as like an actual employee and you're paying for health insurances and some of the other benefits that they would get if they're working in a, another
0: industry within, within their country. So that's been big for us for retention of, of VAs. Going back to that question was like, how would somebody get started? Uh, and then how do you, you know, find the right fit? It ends up being kinda, you know, Google search is gonna be very helpful for you. That type of company that has uh, VAs there that have trained the individuals as well. A lot of the real estate VAs have been trained on real estate, understand uh, terminology. They understand if it's for cold calling, for instance, they've walked through scripts and been trained on it. You're gonna train them on your own processes and what works and you're gonna help listen into calls. If you're doing it right from a real estate perspective, you're gonna listen in and, and help provide guidance along the way. However, that extra piece of training means something that you don't have to do on your end, or, or at least it's farther along when you have that VA ready yeah. to kind of rock. And so your comment about you pay for what you get is very relevant, right? So it, you got to value your own time and say, how, what's the amount of time that it would take for me to train somebody? Uh, and then also manage the individual. So if you, if it, you do it right, and if there is somebody there that's trained them and managed and is helping to manage them, it's really a great resource for you. Uh, but make sure you interview several companies or get referrals or something like that of a company that uh, you know will be the right fit for you because there's nothing more painful along the way of uh, investing. Really it's the time and energy upfront. It's not as much the dollar amounts for me at least that, hey, I, I picked the wrong person uh, it's the fact that I just spent all of my time that got sucked into training an individual that was the wrong fit for for me and for you know my company. Yeah. Um, so I think kind of that front end piece is is really important. Make sure you get it right, uh, and then just test it out and make sure you're you're ready to to make a switch if it's not working. And yeah,
1: and at the end at of the day, man, it it's not in your best interest, best use of your time to be training somebody on the very basics of real estate. Yeah, What's a house, what's a mortgage, Like what's a duplex, things like that. It's not worth your time, but obviously for you to bring on talent, they need that very basic training if they had no real estate experience and how real estate is here in the States versus outside in other countries since it's vastly different. So yeah, those companies that, like I said, are a great start because they do have that foundation coming in. So when they come in with you, you're mainly training them on your systems and processes and not necessarily very basic stuff that, again, it's not the the best use of your time to be doing.
0: And then training them, uh, I think, is an important piece of actually what I I learned from you uh, around utilizing videos. Yeah. So maybe maybe talk through that a little bit of how you train your VAs, what that looks like, how do you go from standardization of like a training video, let's say, to be able to utilize across any of your VAs or anybody you onboard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was something that took me a while to learn. And like we talked about before, it's some of the things you learn, once you learn, it's like, dude, this is common sense. How come I didn't mm-hmm. think about this earlier? But for a long time, just like you struggled, like bring on a VA, you do all this training, didn't work out, would be super bummed out. And it's like, ah, dude, gotta start this all over again. And then part of the training with the VAs was I was recording videos on a screen recording of my computer Mm -hmm. about, hey, here's how to do this task. I'd send it over to them and that's how the training went. Well, I never saved all those videos or anything. It was just, I would send it over, get them trained on it, move on, next thing, whatever. And then it's like, dude, I just need to start saving the stuff. Um, So that's why I was saying earlier in the video where to help kind of uh, mitigate time loss if a VA doesn't work out is being able to put these videos in place so that way you're documenting all your processes and your systems and whatnot and you're training the VA that way uh, through mainly screen recordings and one-on-one trainings where you're recording the training session with them and then, that, and then saving those and categorizing them so they're easy to find. So that way in the future, if that VA doesn't work out, now you can bring somebody on board and it can even get to the point to where like we have now, it's like, hey, here's your first 30 days with us. Here's kind of what each day looks like during that first 30 days. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple to put together because now we have all these videos saved. So this first 30 days of you coming on board, there's definitely gonna be interaction between us and the VA and checking in with them Every single day, check in with them and chat with them a little bit. But mm. majority of all the training then is just, hey, watch these videos. Obviously, as you grow as a business and your systems change, things like that, those videos can become a little bit outdated. But again, if you keep them nice and organized, it's really easy to go in, find a video, do a quick update to it to keep it relevant. But at the end of the day, majority of the time, that video still lays the foundation for 80% of what you're trying to get across. And then the other 20% maybe. A couple updates to that video that you can just train the va on directly so bringing on a va now it's it's a lot easier because the training is already there from videos that have been recorded in the past so now i'm not spending all my time training not that i do the training now but my guys that oversee that they're not spending all their time repeating themselves over and over and over again when new vas are coming on they're letting the va watch the videos check in with them hey do you have any questions on this okay no Now let's implement some of the stuff you learned and then uh, move forward the following days with additional training. So that's been a a huge help. And I know that's something that you
0: started to do a little bit Uh, with your VA. It's been awesome. Yeah, I utilize it in uh, most forms of business for me. Yeah. you know, it, It just is something that I recognize. I was retraining individuals and the ability to just take one video. And even if you train somebody they find it extremely useful of referencing back to the video people uh, have a hard time sometimes ingesting all of that information at one time and especially a new employee that's just sort of a deer in the headlights looking around saying I oh, I don't even know which way's up and you're just getting fed that much information by the time you're ready to go back and reutilize what the first day one was teaching you it's nice to have something to reference back. So even for them, it's it's a wonderful asset. And it's for you too, like something that pops into my head just happened recently was
1: you'll build out certain systems and processes and for me, I'll do a I'll dive in that rabbit hole and I'll just go nuts for a week or however long it takes to build out this process that I need to get in place um and get off my plate. And some of the stuff, like one recently was one that happens twice a year and this task comes up it happens twice a year when this task comes up though there's a lot to it that needs to be done um so when this task came up uh one of the VAs reached out for me saying hey I got this task and uh just want to make sure I do this I do this and not do this and then for me I gotta be honest I didn't remember what the entire process was so then I can look I can reference that video a bit and say oh yeah now I see what you're talking about and give her a little bit of guidance but After a while, you have so much different stuff set up that you forget. You'll forget exactly what that process is, especially a big thing for me is when it comes to data. Because, again, the data, when you're feeding the machine, the machine's a beast and they eat tons and tons and tons and tons of data. And when you're going through data, there's a lot of steps to formatting it, filtering it, putting it in certain spots, tracing it, the list goes on and on and on. Um, so a lot of that stuff is so technical and whatnot, you dive into it. And honestly, a month later, you kind of, you forget every single detail, you know, at a high level, what needs to be done. But again, a month later you forget. So when it's a task that happens once a year, twice a year, whatever, having those videos in place, not only helps out the VA, but also helps refresh your memory and also helps you realize, Hey, do I need to go in and updating thing has anything changed with this process or for whatnot so those
0: videos are are benefits to uh, everybody yeah yeah absolutely and the other key takeaway that that i've seen from you as well uh learned from you really was um vas training other vas so like the dialer for instance honestly they use that thing day in day out they're more adept at it than you are I'm not to say that you didn't help the first four get going, all of that, but, you know, to your point uh, just a second ago that you're not in it day in, day out. So you would have to kind of retrain yourself, uh, the intricacies of each and individual piece of of the dialer, for instance, or you have your BA that is working on this day in, day out, and he trains or she trains that next individual. And one, it's their most knowledgeable, but two, it takes it off your plate to go out and train, which is, you know, two is huge benefits of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. After a while, once you do your training with the VAs and they are off and running and they're performing, like anybody that you should hire on a team, the people you're hiring should be better than what you are at that given task. So you bring somebody on, like Mike, you just said, somebody that's upon a dialer. After a while. They're gonna know really the ins and outs so of that dialer remain more than you, and you're starting to go to them to ask them specific questions on stuff. So, having having them as a resource to, like you said, to train, is a a huge help. So now again, when they come on, they have like a first thirty days that they go through a lot of recorded videos, but then outside of those recordings, a lot of their training comes from other BAs that are in similar roles that are helping do the training. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would say one thing just randomly thinking is since they are remote workers, like the main way we communicate with our VAs is through, we happen to use Skype. We message through Skype, we'll do calls through Skype, things like that. Um, But one thing is to keep them engaged, them being remote workers and you guys only chatting through Skype or whatever uh, service you're using, it can be really easy to... not forget, but not checking in all the time, like not realizing having the connection that they're actually they're actual human beings. You know, like you don't you don't really ever see them unless you're doing video calls. They're working all the time in the background, but I think staying engaged with her, staying engaged with what's going on with their personal life, chatting them up with, hey, how was your weekend? Things like that. Doing team meetings, doing one-on-one meetings, treating them like the actual employee that happens to be like in your office. Uh, keeping them engaged goes a long ways. I've made that mistake in the past where I would go through a training with, a, let's say, somebody that was on the phones. I'd go through the training with them, and then after they're trained up, I would maybe check in with them, like, once every couple weeks, because you get busy with doing your own stuff. That's the whole reason you bring a BA on, is to help out. So you get busy with their own stuff, and then after a while, there's no connection. They don't feel connected to a team. It's just uh, the retention rate can definitely... Go down unless you're staying engaged with them and having it be an enjoyable experience
0: for those guys and productivity as well. I I had that same mistake as well on uh, virtual assistant or even um, kind of a day job career wise that I've had in the past of remote workers that I didn't stay as connected as I could and should have. For instance, that I recognized later on. It's important to have weekly meetings. Uh, Video calls are are a great way to, that extra piece to stay connected that you can actually see people's faces back and forth. I did recognize, I think all of us kind of went through a a COVID environment as well that we recognize, oh, this is nice to actually see people and see their faces. There's something uh, differentiating between having just a regular phone call and seeing face-to-face. But at me, at minimum, having that weekly one-on-ones with, with your folks, with your VAs that allow them to just communicate any things that they're having challenges with, any questions. And then again, just kind of have that that connection point that allows them to really feel as part of the company, feel as part of the team, feel connected to you. Uh, maybe even some loyalty or, or something along those lines to be able to make sure they uh, stick around with you. They want to work th- with you. They they're happy working with you. They want to with right? And and vice versa as well, right? You you want to get to know them, and and they're helping you out with your business. They're making a huge impact in your business, and you want to be able to show that and emphasize it and, and take care of them, right? Uh, so that's an important piece too. Yes, yeah, staying connected is uh, something overlooked by by a lot. It was overlooked by by me. Oh. You know, kind of my my first VA, yeah. And it's uh, so all the same too. You're
1: bringing them into majority of time work, a set amount of hours, eight to five, nine to five, whatever that is. But again, just building up the rapport with them and treating them like family, it makes it a lot easier to where you can say, "Hey, I need your help on the weekend. Can you help out?" And they're more apt to stand up and help you out, knowing that it's a great environment to work in. They love the job and. It's not something you're asking all the time, but I think that goes a long ways when you're kind of asking them to do stuff, a bit
0: outside of the boss or a bit outside of what their actual role is. Yeah. Yeah, very good boy. Very good club. Cool, man. Anything else? Awesome, brother. No, I think that's it. I'm good. Yeah, you did great. Okay, see you, bye. That's that.